What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. What up, though, y'all? It's your boy Shane G. We are back once again with another episode of OTI, Open to Interpretation, right here on the Ethos Media Network. And today, we got a hot topic for y'all. It's been discussed, it's been debated for for months, for years, you know, and we're going to give y'all you know, our interpretation of things right here. So let's get into the clip. You know how we do. And we'll get at you. And you worship these like Kim Kardashian type girls who are just professional hoes. And you thought that those are high value women, Some but really shit. all of them are just bad wives. And you don't really know what's going to make a good wife anymore. What's going to make a good feminine woman anymore, because that's seen as oppressive. And feminism has done that. Some of the the misperceptions and misconceptions about some of the things I said in that video that I want to go through real quick. First and foremost, okay, (laughs) I don't think all men are trash. And I also want to again came in and shut this down. Tommy Lauren is teaching black women a very valuable lesson. A very valuable lesson. What is that? You cannot just drag men and get away with it. The point I made is notice Tommy's demeanor. Notice how she's coming in to fix this. She said all men are trash. That's what she said. All men are trash. She didn't edit anything. She doubled and tripled down. She was she was full of that uh uh-uh, uh because she didn't get any pushback. Cuz what is why? Because this playbook had worked in the black community for 50 years. But see the white community, other communities where they have family system uh, patriarchy, family values, if nothing else, they have seen what is happening in our community. What happens when you let this gender war take root? Men are pushing back and they are shutting this crap down. Tommy Lauren's got something to teach you. Think about it. This was what's gone on in our community for 50 years. This didn't even get a week. She made a video on Monday and on Thursday, she was back. He was moonwalking backwards like a mug. All right. So. There's three main things that I really want to uh, that I want to ta- uh, tackle with this discussion, just so you know we can keep it a little bit focused. One thing that I want to tackle that uh, Kevin Samuel said, or you know, uh, is there a gender war? I want to discuss that. Is there an actual gender war going on that we need to be concerned about, or is this some internet shit? Number two, do women view traditional femininity as oppressive? Is that actually true? Because that was mentioned in the first part of the clip. Um, and then the third thing is why are they saying men are trash? And is this an opinion that we see from a lot of the females that we interact with? Or is this, again, some more internet shit? So with all of that, I'm going to bring the fellas on. Homie Twan, my homeboy Lack of Flaws. How we doing? What up, though? What up, though? All right, so... Those are the three things I want to lay out there. So, you know, first, let's let's get into it. Is there actually a gender war going on or is this, you know, some Internet shit? What's, what's up? Tuan, what's your thoughts on that, bro? I don't I don't think it's a gender war. Um, 
but I do think it's just uh, differing opinions and different, differing emotions coming from both genders because it's kind of hard to put your, yourself in somebody else's place to really get a true gauge of how they feel. And I do think that it's becoming more of a battle because I do think that men are starting to get a little irritated with the constant bashing of masculinity and the hypocrisy that a lot of modern women expect out of relationships. So as men are becoming more engaged into that conversation and women obviously have been able to express what they didn't like for years. So I think it's more of a, just a, a battle, which I ultimately think if, um, if it doesn't get out of hand, that it could be positive for the community, um, especially black relationships, just to be able to hear the other person's point of view and try to understand it. But if it becomes rooted in emotion and you're just trying to win an argument, then we kind of all lost um, to answer that question. All right, for sure. Uh, Flaw, same question, man. Do you do you see a gender war happening out here right now, or is there more so, uh, you know, just loud viewpoints that you see? I mean, Twan hit the nail on the head. Twan, Twan, it's not a war; it's a battle. It's a it's a battle because all sides feel justified and <laughs> how they feel. Like all everybody involved, all sides of of uh the argument for women or men in that regard had years and decades and generations of um examples to pull from of why they feel the way that they feel <laughs> so it's very much so i think it's a battle i don't think it's a war but i do think i, I like the word that twine chose right there because that's what it does it does feel like sometimes and what he said is, is also very true if the if in explaining both sides, it becomes more important to win that argument versus the exchange of information, then we all lose as a society, men and women. What do you guys see more of? Do you guys see more people arguing to be right or more people arguing to, you know, try to gain understanding from whoever they're arguing with? I, I personally think at this point, where the the verbal battle was starting i see more people arguing just to express their emotions because a lot of people have been bottled in men and women like women feel the way they feel but particularly men this is the first time that i ever really heard men kind of expressing what they think is the unfairness of being a man because a lot of times as men you're told to just suck it up and move forward you're not really allowed to express what you may be thinking a raw deal in a relationship. Like, hey, I don't really like how this exchange goes. Um, so I think when you're hearing back from men and you have men kind of setting a standard, like, look, if you want this, then we want this. So it's kind of like, I don't think nobody's really just arguing to win. I think everybody's just getting it off their chest and it's a little frustration. And people, we're kind of in like a venting mode right now where everybody's kind of venting like, fuck, man, I can finally say this. I think this fucked up because you behave this way. You know what I mean? And it's really the inconsistencies, um, in my personal opinion, that kind of drives a lot of the anger. It's just the inconsistencies and in what 
you know, maybe what the men want and what the women want. And that's just what it is. I don't even think we even reached the peak of just arguing for the sake of arguing yet. That may be yet to come. I think everybody's just venting because they've been frustrated. And especially men, this is the first time, you know, with camera phones and shows like this, where you have men expressing what they normally would keep in a barbershop. So the world is finally starting to hear some of the things that men be thinking is kind of fucked up. Yeah. Um, and now do you guys think also like, as far as, um, that's probably what I guess, you know, they call it red pill YouTube or whatever, but like, do you think that's what led to the explosion? I guess you could say of like all these different channels that, you know, some of them try to mimic what Kevin Samuels was doing and, you know, just give what they think is actual legitimate advice. And then some, you know, obviously take it to the extreme, you know, and all of that. But do you think that's kind of where that industry comes from, from that like natural urge to want to express ourselves? Or like, where do you think that that comes from? Either one of y'all can, you know what I mean? I think, I think so. But I also think if you put a, a technology, if you put a phone in somebody's face and they're already giving their opinion, like the last 10 years or so of how social media has evolved, it just allowed people to get their opinion. So that was just a natural progression to me to be able to give your opinion on relationships because the, the battle of the sexes have always been a thing. Men are from Mars. Women are from Venus. That's always been a differing um, conversation. Now you just have more people with the ability to put little blurps that are controversial and it just keeps sparking the conversation over and over and over. And um, I'm not here to say that anybody's right or wrong in the conversation. I see points on both sides. But the thing that I always say, um, you know, the chicken and the egg, like what came first? Like you can't say this started because of that and not look at, well, how did your and the way you're behaving affects everything. You know, like a big thing that I hear in our community right now is like how a lot of men feel that the black woman is very masculine. Now, me, I'm going to be honest, like I agree that there that there are a lot of masculine women, but I also believe that there was a, there was an agenda put in place to make black women feel the need to be more masculine and to accept being more masculine and to not really bask in their femininity. I believe there is an agenda. I believe that there are some women who are going out there where to do it. And then I also believe that there's some men that don't step up in a proper way to even love and, and, and make these black women feel protected and safe to even bask in their femininity. I believe it's a little bit of everything, but I'm going to be honest. I don't believe um, it's men's fault. I think it's more a personal responsibility of each individual person to look at what it is and they're still making a choice. Flaw, speak to that. Do you think, do you see, uh, or do you, you know, it, you, I guess you don't have to answer it personally, but just from your perspective, people around you's perspective, do they see an uptick in, I guess, masculine behavior in black women specifically? Is that a thing that's specific to black women or is that a thing that's specific, like that just women in general? Or is well, that even said, something you that said, you, you said multiple, you said multiple parts. Like you just asked me like four questions on one. So part number one of that is, do I feel like women have become more masculine in general, right? That would be step mm -hmm. one. Um, in some ways, 
and then like Twan said, there's some situational things that, in my opinion, forced um forced the black community, black community of women specifically to do that. Um, and I also feel that some of this is a narrative that's also being pushed. Um <laughs> And, and you know if we gonna if we gonna talk about it then then we can we can go ahead and put it all on the all the cards on the table. I really believe it more than anything it's people consider mask people consider femininity a shut the fuck up softer quieter thing so if anything it's just probably women being more outspoken and vocal about expectations fair or unfair. <laughs> but uh expectations desires wishes and dreams i just think they're more vocal about that today than ever before and and that can come off that directness and that frankness can be seen as masculine i mean the truth of the matter is that is a masculine trait like it comes a point in every man's life and i'm not saying every man went through this but like a lot of men that grew up with their father there's always a point where like your dad would say, like you kind of smelling yourself where you might get to like talking to him in a different manner. And he'd be like, hold on, like, okay, like what you on? Like this where we taking it? Like where what you on? Because the truth of the matter is when you go back into a, a scientific part of it and how men or women are biologically made, men are just more aggressive. And if you go back to the beginning of times, men met aggression with aggression so it's like this the thing that that, that bothers me because i don't give a fuck now, you I, know what i like the way you just said that I, I mean put us all up real fast uh put us all up real quick yeah i like the what you just said right there because i think that does get lost in a greater conversation the point you just made is if we remove the fact that this is a man and woman having a conversation and you just put some of the types of conversations that are had just pure people talking to people if that's a man-to-man conversation it goes too far and i don't think that that part necessarily gets talked about or respected from the other side where it's like you're bringing an energy that re- requires a certain response from that, that- that's literally the point I was about to make. It's like, it's it's already a hypocrisy and a double standard. Like you're bringing an energy that if you was a nigga on the streets, I would punch you in your shit. But then you saying. want like, me to that's treat that's you, you want me to treat you like this this flower, but you're attacking me like a pit bull. And that's tough. That, yeah, that's that's, that's, that's kind of that's fucking fair. That's fucking true, and that's fucking tough. Like that's that's kind of weird, and it's kind of like. The point that I'm saying is like everybody kind of has traditional finger quote gender roles and whether you and your relationship or two people conform to it, I don't give a shit. Do what works best for you. Right. But the thing that I don't like is if you're going to be a masculine woman and be a tad bit more aggressive and a tad bit of things. But then at the same time, it'd be these women that'll be like niggas is getting weak. Well, the world is about balance. What do you think is going to happen? Like, what do you think is going to happen? Like, if a they're constantly a bunch of grown ass niggas is gonna end up in jail because aggression on aggression, like, like you might have said it the best way I've heard it spoken on because it doesn't get seen in that light. 
it's just seen as two people voicing their opinion. But what you said was, if you go back to the ancient times of how these things, when, a, when aggression continues to rise in that situation, men handle that a certain way. Absolutely. Like and, men, and, handle, men handle aggression getting to a level a certain way. So it's ill because you are dealing with a human being who has the right to feel however it is that they may want to feel. So they have the right to say whatever they want to say. Ah, but see, this is the but point. It, this but the it, point and that's I'm where, but that's where it gets ill. That's my point. It gets that's where it right gets there. ill because this is the point I'm making, right? Yes, yes. This, this is the point I'm making because I'm the out of out of us three. I'm the only parent here, right? Yeah. And I respect I respect my children as human beings, and I feel like my children have the right, especially when they get to a certain age, to express to me how they feel. But you will always have a certain tone with me. Period. I don't give a fuck if you 50, 40, whatever it is. And I think that's what's getting lost. Like you can speak to me and you can express yourself in any way possible. Like, but if you can't find a way to embrace and express yourself in your femininity or understand that, hey, this is a human too. I could have had a bad day. I could have been having a fucked up day and you walk in the house and you get to barking on me and then my animalistic instincts take over. Then where we at? Then everybody telling me I'm fucked up. It's like if you can tell a man to have that restraint, why can't you tell a woman to have that restraint with her tongue? Express no, yourself. Part, that, but that's the part of that shit that's not fair. And I that's get the it. part of it that's not fair. I, see, the thing with me is, the thing with me is, you know, I, I, I teach my daughters simple law, which is you would hope that every man was raised to not put his hands on a woman. But that's not true. So I would be foolish to have my daughter think that she can talk crazy to a man, spit on him, attack him, and he might not beat her up. That is now, I wanna, that, now, now, I actually want to touch on that, but I want to take, I want to, I'm sorry, Shane, if, I, if I'm up staging and taking over your show here, but Twine is saying some amazing things that make me have to ask very fucking real shit questions. Like, for example, I was, I was under the age of seven the one time I hit a girl. And I'm saying this on camera. I was like seven years old. She spit on me. I was in like second grade or something like that, right? So I remember getting in trouble with my grandfather, like literally. Like he was like, "Yo, we don't do that." I'm like, "Bro, she spat on me." Like she's like, <laughs> as a as a as a, as a six year old boy, you like, "Yo, you know, these are just people." She's not um, one a, a six year old girl, seven year old girl isn't out usually functioning like a lady. <laughs> So you know she's throwing stuff, she's uh, uh, throwing throwing dirt and all of the same stuff. So you know you lose your cool and you do that, but you learn very early on, like yo, this isn't acceptable. This isn't how we do things. So very quickly and very early, it was like yo, no matter what happens, that's not how we do things. But my question to you is, as a person who's raising women, what is? I mean, we talked about this in a past episode. It's like yeah, that doesn't have anything to do with where your loyalties lie. If something were to go wrong, or of course. But what are you teaching in that regard? I'm teaching her to respect every human being. 
See, see, when you tell a woman certain shit like that, you're already giving them woman privilege. Like, oh, I didn't expect. I'm teaching. I'm teaching her the reality of life that there are men who will beat up a woman equally. Matter of fact, there are men that will beat up women because they can't beat up men. Like, don't fucking get into no fight with somebody you think you're gonna lose. Because this is the problem. And I know situations like this that have happened in real life. And I ain't going to speak on it because it's, it's, it's case sensitive. But I know girls that was woofing. I know a girl that was woofing crazy. Woofing crazy with her dude. Caught him on the wrong day. He smacked the shit out of her. She called her brother. Her brother pulled up. Now it's two men. He smoked her brother. That's the reality of two men fighting. And that's my point. Like two, like that's what I'm saying. Like two men can have the exact same conversation. And this goes to a completely different place. I don't think that shit gets accounted for because the same level of hostility and energy is being brought forth. All I'm saying is, um, I, I want to raise my daughters to respect every human, like the Bible says. The Bible don't say respect men or respect women just say respect people do unto others as if you want done unto you is the quote not do unto others on if they think you a girl so it's like if you spit on somebody then that bible is literally saying that you accept getting spit on if you hit somebody then you accept getting hit back that's in the word These weird ass expectations that people be having is kind of weird to me because everybody doesn't raise respectable gentlemen. If they did, we wouldn't be having a lot of the ills in society. Some niggas is cutthroat. Man, come on. It's niggas that kill kids, man. True. That's real. Um, Flaw, question for you, bro. Um, Do you think some of the the men are trash rhetoric and you know things of that nature do you think um because we've spoken about this you know off camera so you know just elaborate but do you think uh or how much of that do you think is based on backlash from the past and you know sort of uh a self-correction from the way that women were treated in the past i think that whole that whole narrative is all rooted in the past because you can't say all of anything is anything it's, a, it's an emotional answer to begin with. I can't come out right now and say all women are anything because they're not. So to make a statement that all men are something is also just supercharged and emotional. It's emotional to begin with. So It's, it's emotional. It's preposterous. And to be honest, it's just lazy. Like, it's lazy. Like, once you tell the true story that either you're Diligence is trash, meaning like you don't put in the proper diligence to yeah, meet the guys, the guys or, you or, or the biggest thing that I'll be telling people is your decision making is trash. Yeah. You're the one that are picking these men. That's true. So it's like it's a little like if that's the case, then change your environment. Like, how do you keep saying that all men are trash, but you're literally going to get all your men from the same places? 
You haven't did anything different. Humans are nothing but a sum of their habits. If you want different results, you have to literally change your habits, change the place that you frequent, change the environment you in. But see, nobody wants to do that because I don't want to touch on it. But human beings are narcissists and especially women. So instead of doing that, they think that they're going to will a man that's a certain way to bend to their will and change. It's not happening. If he's a womanizer, he's a womanizer, period. I don't care how pretty you are. Knee alone. I don't care how accomplished you are. Knee alone. Jeez. It don't fucking Jeez. matter because what Jeez. people don't realize if that nigga got enough G, enough handsomeness, enough whatever to bag a knee alone, he can bag another knee alone. And that part doesn't get talked about. I mean, if we can have a conversation on this, if, if I mean, I don't, none of us know what, what my man's had. Going All on. I'm saying, yeah, and then truth that, be told, respect to those black couples because what I heard, which I don't know whether it's true or not because I don't know neither one of them personally, is that they're in an open relationship. So let's start there. While people all minding their business, they said that they're flat out in an open relationship. So, yeah, I mean, and that's the interesting part about uh, the times changing is black people aren't nearly as open or receptive to alternative ways of doing anything. <laughs> so, we're very culturally conservative. Yeah, so like we're not we're not running somewhat, like, somewhat. Oh, Oh, I mean, you know what? Let me rephrase that. Because the truth is, the majority of people who believe they're in a monogamous relationship aren't. I just think so that black people is, are. If you took if you took seventy percent of the people, if half of the world is getting cheated on, let's just take a basic number of fifty percent. How many of y'all would be in a better place if both of y'all knew that this is an open situation? No, like, see, now we kind of slide in topics, right? But I can touch on that. Like, to me, that's just a that's just a psychological thing, and that's ego. Because at the end of the day, what that says to me is like that man and that woman are literally kind of afraid of competition. Because basically, all you're saying is, I'm going to date and explore all my options, so you know that there's competition. Like, I don't have to sugarcoat the fact that I can literally in real time compare how you make me feel and how you treat me to another man or woman without the guilt. But see, that also gets complicated because everybody's doing all this sexing, which super complicates things and makes people possessive and makes people do different things. Um, so it's a, that's like a super deeper thing that we probably should have a whole nother show on. But to get back to modern dating, I don't think all men are trash and I don't think all women are trash. I think one one thing that I think never gets talked about ever is chemistry. Like you could bring something different out of me and I could bring something different out of you. And it's like it could be timing. It could be literally how we talk to each other, how we get along. Chemistry like one man could be one way. Now, I'm not going to say it could be an extreme shift, like one man treats a woman like total trash, and then he treats another one like a queen, but I have seen that. That's rare. That's rare, because usually your habits are your habits. See, the thing that I'm trying to tell men and women is, what the Lord told us is, we need each other to survive. Period. It's the reason the Most High even made it that way. Y'all got to get along long enough to keep the world populated. 
And if we just sit back and respect it, what everybody did, and I'm sorry, I'm not a, I'm not, I'm not here to say nobody has no roles and people should do this and people should do that. But I do find it odd, in my personal opinion, that they're making the thing that God made women, their natural femininity and their natural qualities of nurturing and sensitivity, they're making it a bad thing. I'm glad you brought that up because, yeah, that was one of my questions. Like, do y'all see that? Do, you, do So, yes, Twan, for you. Absolutely. Before, do you see that? Do you think that women taking on those more traditionally uh, feminine roles, do, are they – do you see women look at that as a negative or like something that holds them back or anything like that? Or again, do you think that's sort of just a narrative that's out there? No, I think, I think the modern woman has to balance and deal with a lot. I think the, the modern woman is balancing what's hormonal and natural from a, from a genetics and, and just her makeup. I think she's battling what society it says that women are supposed to be right now. And then you have their personal individual dreams and desires that they want to accomplish and what's important to them. To some people, a career is more important or just having a quality family or like all of those different, they, they, it depends on who you're talking to. So I, if anything, I would say just today, there's more people, quote unquote, available to see you but there's actually less people watching if that makes sense less people that actually give a damn you may have all these views or whatever but it's very easy for you to get caught up and misinterpret that or people coming through your profiles or whatever but at the end of the day you really got to hone in on you know why you're doing what you're doing and if you don't really understand why you're doing it that's where this whole thing starts from what the fuck is you doing it for why is that important to you? Is it is it really important to you? Or is it important to the people around you? Is it important to the family? Was it embedded in you to be important? Did you make this decision for yourself? Or was this decision made for you? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and so I, that, that kind of leads me to, to another place is, you know, something that I hear a lot and something I thought about um, that I think, you know, maybe has merit is again the more um more opportunities women had to be able to go to school pursue careers you know get into business things of that nature um obviously what you know back before those times like men basically were the ones doing all of that and women stayed home to raise the kids from an earlier age all of that kind of stuff right so when that shift started to happen do you think because, again, this is a narrative that's out there. So do, do you guys think that that created a divide because, you know, women weren't playing that traditional role as early? And then maybe by the time they wanted it, it was later in life. And that caused an issue with, you know, the partners that they would try to seek out to be able to accomplish that with because it happens, you know, later in life. And typically those dudes want younger women. So. How do you guys feel about that? Like women who focus on their career and then, you know, do you think they always miss out on family? Do you think that's a high percentage? Do you, you know, what do you, what do you think on that one? I'm never going to say no definite. Like, no, I don't think they always miss out on family. Um, you know, that would be foolish to say that. But what I do think happens is sometimes they assume roles 
that may not be that natural to them. And at the end of the day, it's kind of like the only thing I'm saying in life is you got to just accept what comes with the decisions you make. Um, you can't say things are unfair. That's the decision you made. Like if the narrative is that men like younger women, then the thing that I always try to tell women is we'll try to find you a husband from 25 to 28. Now, if you choose 25 to 30, if you choose to pursue your career, more power to you, because I believe every human being should have a right to do what they want to do. But what I don't think you have the right to do is make choices and then complain in hindsight. You don't have that right. And you don't have that right to tell somebody they're wrong for exercising their right. Now, that's what I was going to ask. Do you think that's where some of the, the men are trash narrative comes from? In Absolutely. The that maybe we don't want you when you want to be wanted. How about this? Sense. You don't want me when I want you. When I want you, when you're 25 to 30 and you're in, you know, finger quotes at your peak and I want you to settle down and have some babies and get married, you want to chase your career. So then you want me to want you when you're later in life. And this is all narrative. I don't know. But it's just like and that may not be when he wants you. Your appeal may not be as high as because the truth of the matter is to a man that has his own money, your degrees and your money mean nothing. How is it helping me? I literally can name a bunch of married couples that I know that the husband makes enough money to pay all the bills. The wife income doesn't affect him at all. So it becomes a thing to be weird like this. And this is true people. This is a true story where it's like the husband might come home from a, from a day's work and he's tired. He's hungry. Ain't no food on the table though. Ain't no food on the stove because the wife in all fairness is saying, well, I went to work too. But then in fairness to that, the husband, like, I don't give a fuck cause you don't pay any bills. So how is that helping me? How is that helping me being hungry right now? Now, what's your thoughts on that? And do you think that's a, do you think that's more people's situation or do you think it's more of a situation where couples are sharing the bills and that's where the woman's complaint comes from? Well, that was, hold on, let me say that before y'all move on. That was just one actual specific thing. I'm mm -hmm. not saying that that's why I preface it by saying if the man makes enough money to afford to pay all the bills. Now, if they're literally splitting the bills, then everybody should temper their expectations because everybody's a little hungry. Everybody's a little tired. But what I'm saying is you also get caught up in this weird narrative of like, oh, you wanted to go to school to get educated and to make this money, which I get because it's the same thing. If my my daughters wanted to, I would tell them, go be whatever you want to be. But then you also wanted to have the fairy tale life of marrying a man that's going to take care of you. Those two things. No princess in the movie had a job. That's tough. He, he said one right there, guys. He said one right there. I don't, I, you know what I mean? Hey, <laughs> you feel me? Uh, 
I mean, yeah, that was that because was a, no, because because I think I think what <laughs> that was a bar. <laughs> I, I, I think what women are not understanding that it's kind of innate in men nature to want to be feel needed, to want to feel and want to protect and provide. Like, you know, the weirdest thing to be is to be like I, I will see, and I'm and I'm talking about our race because that's what I care about the most, and I'm I'm very candid about that, and it, and I see a lot of women like. Black women ain't protected and black women ain't this. And I'm like, that might be true. But I also see black women more than any other race dog their men. I don't need you. Y'all ain't shit. I barely see any. Matter of fact, I can't name. I've never seen an Asian woman bash Asian men. Never. I've never seen it. Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about it. That's, that's why I was quiet on my end. I, that, that's no, a good that's point. Some, no, that's, that's a some, good point. Now nah, I've seen I've seen Sarah go off about Jim. Now you absolutely right. But never and I'm going to touch them, on this. But never. I'm going to touch on this. And I don't mean it no type of way because I promise I don't have a prejudice bone in my body. One of the biggest issues that I think black women start going wrong in is they they start taking on white women issues. And they don't have white women privilege. So you're not going to get the same results. Like you don't, you don't, we didn't have the same, because this is the thing that I'm saying. Like when you break down the things that white women would complain about, like men controlling them and men doing this and men doing that. And I and I go back to our history, I'd be like, when did the black man ever control you? Because when we were slaves, the slave owner fucked you when he wanted to. I had no control over you. When did black men ever had this control over their woman? Where I mean, did this marriage that, that start? Was that, that was that. That was this very tough window of post-slavery through the sixties. Yeah, that's and, what I was. That, that was and really maybe so, but even then, even then, even then, I would wonder when did that? When did we really have that? Because we didn't have any money. And you were still doing everything the white man said. You were still their cook. You were still their maid. You were still their, 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 you know, the ladies to give birth. You were still letting their kids breastfeed off of you. You were still his whatever. I don't even want to say what I want to say. You still bow down to him first. You didn't bow down to me first. And that's just a factual thing that I think had nothing to do with, see, when you start talking about the dynamics of black people, you got to really everybody love to skip over slavery and what that did to our people. Let me ask you this. Do you think. Look, <coughs> excuse me. Let me ask you this. Do you think because because this is what I think is, is sort of leading to and I don't necessarily disagree or, you know, I don't know. Um, but I want to explore this because when you hear the word patriarchy a lot, right? I'm going to be honest, that comes from white women a lot. They're the ones Absolutely. who are talking about, you know, the patriarchy being oppressive to women and all, all of this kind of stuff, right? But during those times where between slavery in the 60s, you could also say that the family unit was extremely tight in those days. So do you think that there is some logic to maybe the patriarchy, quote unquote, working within our culture? And the way that we do things. Are you fucking nuts? Of course it works. Because at the end of the day, 
at the end of the day, it's just a structure. And the thing that I will ask is if we, when we remove patriarchy, what structure replaced it? And I'm not saying that the man is the dominant person and rules with an iron fist. But you have to have a unified front of somebody who's going to be the lead voice. Or you got to have enough people to have a common sense to go discuss things in the back, come up with a common answer, and then present a united front. When you present chaos to the kids and the family, what do you think is going to happen? If the daddy say, we're going to do this, and the mama say, don't listen to your daddy. Yeah, that's true. Flaw, what's your thoughts on that, bro? No, he, he hit the, it's 100% true. I mean, it's not about, it's not a, again, this isn't about leadership. Now they positioned it like leadership as far as the mm -hmm. whole, you know, patriarch of the family. Uh, but it's, it's, it is that unified front and, and how things are going to run and be handled from a, from a group level. Because what's a leader that nobody, what's a leader that nobody follows? Exactly. But see, I want to, I want to touch back on this fellas, like, slavery man and i don't want to keep skipping over that like the effects that slavery had on the psyche of the black man and the black woman what do you think it did to the black man to see his wife repeatedly raped and forced to fuck other slaves and mandingos i don't care psychologically it's going to make you lower your her value of her psychologically what do you think it did to the wife when she was getting raped and her husband could do nothing. Do I respect this dude? That's, yeah. that's why that's why it was called bug breaking. I, I mean, absolutely. I don't even absolutely you 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 flat out demasculating a man in front of his family. It was it was called bug breaking so, for a reason. But but what I'm saying is I don't want to skip over as a people the effects that we still deal with to this day, the lack of respect we have for each other that had nothing to do with us. Then, then, then I'm going to go a step further and say with America and the powers that be like erasing and making it so hard for us to go back to our roots and know what we were in Africa to so that we can rebuild that self-esteem if we go back and be like, well, damn. We were kings and queens and royalty, and we were mathematicians and scientists and inventors and build up your self-confidence. They stripped that all away. Half of people that are African don't even know what part of Africa they're from. Bro, it's been a wicked game done to black people, and I'm not making excuses, but I hate when people skip over the shit like it just didn't happen. There's a difference between excuses and explanations. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I don't I think just, you're making excuses like, at all. I think you're spitting facts that people don't acknowledge and they pretend are excuses. That's what people do. They pretend what you're saying is an excuse for why shit no, is the way it is. No, because the, the, no, that's the an explanation. Is, if, if we're going to call this valid, right? If we're all agreeing that this is an active thing, that sends us back to the, to the Capitol building. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like it, it's, that's the problem. That's why they need this to go away. They don't need it to go away because they don't want us to talk about it. It's the fact that if we continue to tie today's activities and the decisions that Black people make today, if we can link that to what was beat into our ancestors, 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 
and then was handed down like property and Man. money. Bad habits, Man. bad mentality. All of these things were passed down and handed um, to the next generation. It, it sends us back to yeah, and that's, that's the flat out, and, that, and, and that's the and that's the flat out truth, man. I'm not trying to get political, but some shit just have to be spoken on, man. These motherfuckers had the FBI following fucking Gladys Knight or one of them singers for 50 years. Aretha, Aretha Franklin. Yeah, yeah, Aretha under surveillance for 40 years. <laughs> so you want me to believe that you had Aretha Franklin under surveillance for 40 years? God, what the hell was you doing with Malcolm X and Martin Luther King? Trying to make them commit suicide, sending them letters, talking about how. But but this is the point know. I'm making. The point I'm making is, if anybody that tries to galvanize the black community is ostracized and killed, that's the agenda right there. That's literally proving everything from the past. You're literally have a stranglehold on a certain group of people that you're trying to oppress. And I don't even want to make this about this because this was about modern and dating. But I came into this with a realness in my heart that a lot of this shit that's going on between black men and black women is just trauma from the past and trauma from our ancestors. If we can pass on DNA and genes from 100 years ago, what the fuck make you think we can't pass on trauma? Epigenetics. There's a whole study on it. For sure, for sure. I was going to bring that up, so I'm, gl I'm glad you did. So it's kind of like, yes, black people and people in general, modern dating in general, is crazy because you have so many people feeding false, ridiculous narratives. You have a group of women who sing fuck nigga free, but they be married. It's like social a big, media. A big I mean, don't get me wrong, niggas did it too. We had we had fuck bitches songs with married rappers. Absolutely. So to me, entertainment should be taken as just that. And I think yeah. that's the problem right now, is people are taking entertainment way too serious. Like you shouldn't base your morals off of no fucking entertainment, man. Which brings me back to what's going on with parenting. I said this earlier, man, this week when we, I was discussing, like, you know, some of the wait, issues. Wait, 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 wait. I just thought about something else. I'm not mad at a, at a, at a, at a, at a wife for being fuck nigga free because technically if she loves her husband, she is fuck nigga free. She got to go. So from that no, perspective, from that I ain't perspective, mad at that. From that perspective, she is fuck nigga free. I'm just saying. I'm mad if you're influencing other women like you don't take care of your husband like it's kind of like fuck but niggas but them two different issues though the song is about being fuck nigga free okay that's the point i'm making that's so like i don't think somebody it's cool. and he not a fuck boy what's the problem man you know what the song really was I mean, about but, the, but but the point i'm making is it's a twisted narrative because a lot of people that you might influence might not have a common sense to look at your real life and it's like you talking and not look I don't look at entertainment. We, I done said this a million times. I don't take entertainment serious for good or bad because I know that it's just entertainment. That's just how I look at it. Um, the problem is consumers consume entertainment and they find entertainment that aligns with their emotional state or their beliefs. Well, that's that's the first thing I'm telling niggas is get out your feelings. Get out your fee-fees, man. Like sometimes you got to look at shit at, at logic. And get out your feelings, man. You can't really make a lot of great decisions emotionally. Like, 
your emotions will play with you all the time. It defies logic. You know, you just have to look at things realistically and simply. Like if you with a man or woman and you don't like the way they treat you, remove yourself from the situation. If you with a man or woman and you do like the way they treat you, tell them, give them positive reinforcement. Let them know that the things they're doing are making you happy. And maybe that person will continue those habits. Like to me, a lot of shit is just communication and bad communication. It is, it is but and, we gotta, I got to say this. I got to say this because you just brought up communication. So I sent y'all both the clip offline. I mean, off, off air. And y'all, I mean, I'm sure I know you guys both have probably seen it. There's a, a video of, of um, a man and a woman, I believe they're married, and they're having a conversation with an older woman, an older woman who makes the statement that uh, she asked him to pretty much tell your, tell your significant other what is the issue. And the lady goes, starts t giving her opinion of, you know, what's wrong. I believe it was something with his children because they have children together. But I believe it was specifically about her stepkids, which would just be the kids that he has without her. And it was the way that she said it that wasn't even necessarily wrong or right. But the lady came and replayed it to her and was like, do you see how you're <laughs> communicating? Do you see what you're actually communicating to this man? Now, my question to everybody on here is, at what point is either side responsible for how someone else receives the information i think well, let me, can, let me go ahead, Shane. yeah i just want to give an example of that same situation you know again i'll leave names out of course but very similar situation with one of my homeboys out here where he uh married somebody they have two children together he adopted her son but she does not accept his daughter as hers, even though that's the oldest kid technically is the daughter. You know what I mean? They're divorced now. That was a big I'll reason. Just, I, I swear <laughs> God, I you was just about to say, why is he even there? That was a big reason for it. You know, there was other things and whatever, whatever, but that was a big part of it. You know what I mean? So I've seen that play out in real life. And that is the craziest thing on earth to me. First of all, like if you accept somebody who and, and their children and they accept your children, like as part of the relationship, you should already know that that comes with it. So, like, I don't even understand that mentality, especially if you marry this person and then proceed to have more children with them. So that's crazy. Self to me, but selfish. Incredibly selfish. But so shout out to the homie. He's out of that now. But um, to answer the second part, I think it ultimately that should always be your goal when you're in a relationship with somebody is to figure out the best way to communicate with them effectively and in a way that they'll receive it. And sometimes maybe their feelings will get hurt, but at least it'll be in a way that you know that they can receive it. So that should always be a, a goal when you're in the relationship. So there's not necessarily a time limit on that, but I do think that that's something you're always striving for. You know what I mean? Well, and over years, I mean, what, you know, you kind of figure you, that out. But what you just said, I, I don't I don't know the person. It takes another kind of individual to be upset, genuinely upset, and be in a place to still be mindful of where or how the not only another person, because you're the one that's upset, but especially the person who may have made you upset. Mm-hmm. 
to still be in control of the message that you're delivering because you want a particular response. Well, at that point, I don't think, yeah, at, no, at that point, once the person's upset, I don't think you really can control that. But well, I mean, I guess, this, go ahead. This is the thing with me, like, that I took from coaching. Um, one of the one of the biggest principles I took from coaching that I applied to my life is everybody responds to things differently. So you have to figure out the best way to get what you need out of that human being. So if your mate responds a little better when you kind of get in their ass, then do it. But if your your mate responds better when you're softer and you and you approach them from a, a calmer perspective, do it. You have to figure out what's best for you to get the results you're looking for. And the thing that I realize is most humans are so self-centered that they don't even take the time out to know how their mate responds to things. No, I don't think it's that they don't know. I think in the moment, you don't like you, the, the narcissist comes up from that perspective. <laughs> like in, in that moment, from what you're saying, I really think that's more of people are worried about venting, the venting phase. Because at that point, I, it's more about you trying to get. get and then you gotta understand too, like sometimes, sometimes y'all might have to give it a 24 hour rule and come back to this conversation another day with level heads. Sometimes things have to be addressed immediately. Sometimes it might be an argument, but how do you respond back from that disagreement? You know, my thing is, regardless of the tone, it shouldn't be no disrespect because I know some people that have very calm tones and say some of and the we'll most say, and we'll say the most fucked shit. up shit in the world. Yeah, exactly. yeah. It's not about it's not about tone. It's about it, it is definitely about respect. It's never about like we can we can disagree. There's like that's human. That's okay. But to be able to maintain a level of respect no matter no matter how far a disagreement may go is a real thing for all parties involved. Hey, and, and you I'm, know what? And I'm gonna I say think this, that's, this, this, this is the last thing say, that I'm gonna say. Go ahead, go ahead. Cause my my phone. But this is the thing I say that I think would improve. It's like we sit and we harp about the negatives of both sexes so much. And it's like, I think we need to get in the habit of saying what we love about the opposite sex. Men, tell your woman what you love about her as a woman. Why you appreciate that she's yeah, a woman. The only time that y'all had that conversation is when you bitching about what's not being done right. It's always a negative kind of conversation. Exactly. Like start being more positive. Tell your woman what you love, what you cherish about her femininity. And she might want to be more feminine with you. Maybe women do the same with your man when he does something that you think is great and 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 manly. Let him know. Like, I appreciate that. I don't care if it's as simple as the nigga take the trash out without you asking. No, the, no we no, we move. No, the pro now that's where you get into in my opinion, consistency, and, and Shane, you might have to cut this off a little later, but I mean, at the end of the day, consistency breeds expectation. This is what I think we should do, fellas, because I and think... Consistency breeds expectation, like, at its purest form. If I call... Even down to what Shane said, like, weeks or weeks That's ago, he referenced thinking. the birthday. He referenced the birthday situation about uh, me calling on his birthday every year, whether we talk that year or not. That's an expectation that has only been built from me doing something. It doesn't matter whether the nigga said thank you or not. He now internally has an expectation, right or wrong, 
because something has been consistently done. This is what I think we should do, fellas, because my phone about to die. And I'm making a, a spur of the moment call. I think next week we should continue with a part two of this and try to get a female perspective because this is just three men and it's one sided. Like, that's what I think we should do. I, mean, I don't think we literally, I don't, yeah, I'm with it, but I don't think we really attacked anybody from either side. No, we didn't attack so. anybody. I just said I would love I think to we were really fair. perspective. For but, sure. And I would too, but I do also think that it's important for women to hear it from a man's perspective, you know. So, ladies, we definitely want y'all's feedback on this. Leave comments, share it with your homegirls, you know. Um, we want your perspective on this. Um, you know, so not only um, you know, do we want you guys to watch it, but you know, we want your feedback and we definitely want you guys to, you know, hear from somebody who's not trying to be so you know, so rude about it necessarily, or so, you know, women, you need to be doing this and blah, 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 you know, because there's a lot of that out there. And that's not necessarily what this is about. We're really trying to gain understanding. Um, and, you know, we want to fix whatever issues are out there. You know what I'm saying? So this is all we love, you know. So ladies, next week, there's going to be one of y'all on here and we're going to have that discussion. But in the meantime, this has been your boy Shane G. That's LOF, the homie Twan. This is OTI, Open to Interpretation, right here on the Ethos Media Network. Make sure you like, you share, and you subscribe to the channel. Peace.